You've tuned into Bellingham Podcast Media Tech for the week of March 20th, 2017, episode 31.5. From the Inland Empire of Spokane, Washington, I'm AJ Barsay. And straight out of 99201, I'm Chris Powell. On this episode, hey, guess what? We're not alone. We've got some friends with us. Want to find out? Check this out. That's right. We're recording live right now on BPM Tech. Welcome, Building Bridges, to Portable Podcast Production. better. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining the session. How's been uh, how's building bridges been going? Ice, awesome. Well, what's great about uh, portable podcasting is much like I mentioned before, I am not in a studio. The world is my studio. Like the world's my oyster. It's our studio, AJ. Oh, my no offense. I'm yes. sorry. Hang I'm on. in here too. Okay. All so right. what's nice is that I'm going to walk around. Is there anybody in the room that would like to be on the show? Anybody? Any any volunteers? You shrugged. I might come to you. What's your name? Uh, Judy. Judy, and where are you from? Uh, Cheney, Washington, so 17 miles west. Ooh. Have you been liking building bridges? Uh, it's good. Been having fun. Any t- stuff? Ooh, what kind of stuff? Oh, gets. I don't know. That I, I, <laughs> really cool tech stuff. That would be it, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Can Get- we give a big round of applause to Judy? <laughs> Sweet. Do I have any other takers? You look really sharp in the back. (laughs) What's your name? Jordan. Jordan, where are you from? Cheney as well. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, Any takeaways from building bridges? Um, Of course. Too many to count. Too many to count? Okay. Any takeaways from this session so far? Absolutely. That we can uh, do portable podcasts anywhere we want. I'll take that. So on that note, Chris, uh, if anybody wanted to check out a look at this show, how, where would they go? Step one, fire up your web browser. Step two, type in www.bellinghampodcast.com. You'll see our shows. Uh, we usually do about one a week and uh, about 30 minutes in detail and in, in content. Or uh, if you're in the Bellingham area, you can tune in to 102.3 FM, KMRE, Low Power Power. Community Radio. Also, you can find us on the iTunes uh, podcast store or the Google Play store or on SoundCloud or on Spreaker or whatever podcast solution you may have. So thank you all in the feed for joining us and thank you all Building Bridges for joining this session. And as we wrap up this session, Chris and I will cut and go back to our studio. So that was fun. That was groovy. <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks to uh, those that attended our podcast. Portable, portable podcast production, production. Uh, presentation. Precisely. Uh, praise. And, uh, and I'm done. Quit doing your alliteration I'm thing. I'm sorry, man. Smarty pants. <laughs> that was really a cool time. That I have to say. like, So for 2017, I think we got a couple things off our bucket list. You know, yes. the podcast is, is going along in episodes. Uh, you requested a video, a live show some point in the future, and a video of us of BPM. Yes. Uh, Mr. Powell, I think we have delivered. I think so. <laughs> and and not, not only have we delivered, this is one thing that, you know, ladies and gentlemen, AJ and I talk about the show off mic, or like when schedules permit. Really? Yes. When I'm not in my Delta Force uh, SEAL Team 6 uh, missions, uh, we actually have time to hang out. And one of the uh, things we talk about is, I'd really like to do this in front of a live audience. 
Well, we did that just now. And so that's pretty cool. But knowing you, AJ, you just got to take things one <laughs> step further, don't you? Gotta take it up a notch. You cannot be satisfied with simply putting a regular standard video camera in Boring. front of us. Exactly. So we, uh, welcome to the age of 360 video, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and it's all VR compatible. And if you don't know what we're talking about, do go to BellinghamPodcast.com. You will notice that there is a four minute and 30 second clip of Chris and I when we were doing our session at Building Bridges in Spokane shot in 360. And with it's got some cool little graphics and you actually see like us recording above our heads and stuff. It's really cool. But uh, out of that, like... It's, it's an experience. If you have a Google Cardboard, it'll work right with your Google Cardboard on Android, on iPhone, on... I don't know if Windows won't even exist anymore. But anyway, it works on pretty much anything with the YouTube app. Yes, and speaking of the YouTube video that we'll have on the Bellingham Podcast site... Already there, buddy. I, exactly. So I am a newbie just like y'all listening in right now to VR. I did not know that... When you play this video in YouTube, you can actually use your mouse mm -hmm. or trackpad and click and drag, and you will see other parts of this 360 yep. video shot. That is pretty cool. You can look up, you can look down, you can look left, you can look right. What's cool is if you if you if you're familiar with YouTube, you've got the you know expando vision where it takes over your screen. There's another one specially made for 360 videos. It looks like uh looks like a pair of goggles, and if you click on that on a mobile device, you'll notice that you get a a split screen and that's what the thing that you'll put into your google cardboard or whatever um passive vr device you know or if you have a vibe it does work in the vive it does work pretty much on any oculus whatever the three the top three uh, candidates for vr uh where i mean i aim to please yes. the top three i i'm pretty sure works and wouldn't that be something if we can go back in time to look at the jack benny show or <laughs> abbott and costello on radio oh yeah and see yeah. all the stuff that they were doing because you may have heard the cheering <laughs> that was going on. If you look at me during that uh, four minute, 30 second clip, I'm holding up signs. Yeah. Applause. You know, like make some noise. And, and, they, and the audience, love you. Smoochy boochies. Y'all are doing. Major smoochy boochies. <laughs> Y'all were doing great. And I was really pleased with the, the kind of response we had yeah. for those in attendance. So that was, that was a blast. Check off our list. Yep. And we had two more guests. I fielded responses in the crowd. It yes, was cool. It was, it, it, was, it was pretty cool. So we're getting our chops for ha actually having a live uh, studio show. Don't push your luck, Chris. All right. But anyway, <laughs> so let's, let's, uh, recap let's recap the, the conference. So that was uh, the uh, Washington State Higher Education Technology Conference 2017. Building Bridge. 2017. And uh, so, AJ, what were some of your takeaways from this conference? What were some highlights? Uh, some highlights. So, <sighs> Building Bridges, I like Building Bridges. This one, I felt was a little, like, the Davenport, you're the goods. Uh, conference organizers, major smoochy boochies. <laughs> a good, big prop. That means a uh, good job, Eastern Washington <laughs> University, for taking a whole lot of time to prepare yeah. a wonderful uh, two-day event. Yeah, I just, I, I kind of feel like the there was not as many proposals, like, in the past bridges, like there was a lot of lightning rounds. There was a lot more broad uh, scope topics, and I kind of felt that was, that was lacking this year. Um, but I mean, it was it was good. I mean, uh, I attended a, a session with uh, Apple and Meraki, kind of getting the 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 or not Meraki, sorry, Cisco. Uh, the rundown of the upcoming um, 802.11. R and all these other protocols for Wi-Fi. So uh, new steps in wireless 
uh, infrastructure, seamless connectivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like uh, Cisco and Apple have partnered to kind of broaden how Wi-Fi works. If you've if you've ever been uh, if you're ever on a campus or even a hotel, sometimes you notice that when you go to one side of a building to another, even though they have the same Wi-Fi access point name, it's like uh, your 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 YouTube video kind of stops and has to rebuffer, and that's because Wi-Fi was never meant to be cellular, like grid based, like cellular phones. Hence where we get the name cellular from um, is that the towers are built into cells and they hand you off. Wi-Fi was never meant like that. It was direct line of site connection type of a thing. Well, Cisco's got some cool tricks up their sleeves where 802.11R, the R stands for roaming. And so basically it, uh, it, it kind of hands you off as you move around the enterprise or a campus or a hotel or your home. That's where I'm hoping to see this because I've, I've spoken with clients before where they have large, uh, I mean, not mansion style homes, but they have a lot of rooms and Wi-Fi doesn't go through walls very well. And this would be a great solution to help, you know, alleviate that. While the official R uh, letters for roaming, I'm going to use it for retail because as I move from hot topic to pack sun to uh, Auntie Sandy's uh, cinnamon pretzels or something like that, there may be outages in my wireless signal in the mall. Yeah. And for a big, expansive acreage place like a retail shopping yeah. mall, this would be a great uh, draw for those that would normally not have good wireless connectivity as you are live streaming your shopping experience. Or, or listening to, you know, BPM on, you know, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, exactly. and everything yes. else. It sure beats a soundtrack in a retail uh, store establishment. Right, right. And so on that note, so you get all of your black duds from Hot Topic, good to know. Uh, <laughs> what did you get from the, the conference? So uh, one thing that I found in this conference as com uh, compared to other years, and you touched on it briefly without a lot of uh, lightning rounds of short topics. And, and I think there may have been some feedback in previous years. Perhaps I didn't get in touch with the Eastern uh, Washington University people who organized it, but there may have been like, give us more dedicated, longer content. And so that could have been like, we're going to focus our time instead of having a whole lot of scatter stuff that people yeah. are running around everywhere, get them in, uh, you know, and have some long form presentations. I thought that there were some great presentations on uh, various ways that technology can be used in higher education. And then there was a keynote. <laughs> and, okay, we're going we're, we're to be positive here. We're, we're going to be an upbeat show, focus on the positive. Um, there was a, it was a very entertaining keynote. It was a very entertaining keynote. And uh, a lot. It was an hour-long presentation on all the new technology that is out there. And the question was raised, how can we take all the new technology that is everywhere and apply it to how we teach students? Yeah. Great question. Didn't really get answered. It kind of felt like I was seeing a whole lot of commercial advertisements. I know. I know. The The approach to the keynote was a bit... It, it was it was humorous. And like I said, I, I like the first 15 minutes of the, the keynote. But it, it was kind of like the same tech joke over and over and over again you know uh the evolution of the typewriter to the keyboard to the computer to the touch screen yes and then rinse repeat recycle i and i appreciate the messaging of the fact that education should be at the forefront of this so that we don't get crap tech cool i get that too but it kind of left me in the same vein as you where it's just like great we saw all these different wearables medical asterisk anything that's medical and tech 
you know, works for us. It works for us. Like if it if it helps you alleviate pain, or if it helps you get off of more medication, or heck, even if it uh, uh, it helps you just maintain the status quo, and that piece of technology works for you, awesome. It's the goods. But everything else is entertainment value. If you see the value in a fitness tracker, for so you can count your steps and get a little vibration. We've talked about this on the show several yep. times. Great. I don't see the need for it. But if you see the value in that entertainment, cool. But don't call it anything else. It's entertainment. I think that I've arrived at a point. I think I just figured it out mm. um, as I was listening to you uh, uh, go off on that. Um, I think I, uh, I've reached a point in my career in technology or in my hobby in technology that I'm starting to ha- see technology everywhere. And I've made inroads into this gushing river of technology that I'm flowing in right now on my inner tube Mm -hmm. that I want to have a couple uh, outlets or inlets or tributaries that I can go into a quieter non-technological space. Off-ramps. Off-ramps, yes. And I think when I'm just immersed in all kinds of new technology, it's tough to uh, absorb and, com- and consume it all. Yeah. I ate too much at the technology buffet. Yeah. And I think that may be why I'm having some uh, gurgly tummy noises uh, in thinking about some of the uh, aspects. But the conference, there are many great presenters. There were many great uh, folks that oh, yeah. attended. And uh, it was such a, a wonderful way to see, yes, there are so many people in our same boat Yeah, uh, in, in many ways. Yeah. So. No, I, I totally agree. And the whole off-ramping thing, because you, you like Captain Metaphor over here. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've, we're, we've been driving about 80 miles an hour on the tech highway. And the further we're getting away from the concept of what the heck is this piece of tech doing for you is where you and I are looking going, oh, my gosh, we need an off-ramp now. Because we don't need everything to be tweeting us, letting us know that we have done whatever achievement unlocked it is. I don't care if it's a fitness tracker. I don't care if it's a watch. I don't care if it's a phone. We don't need to chase the brand new shiny just because it hit the market. And what about, but, and also those notifications are distractions. Why do we need to get pinged all the time for fill in the blank? Why do these notifications, why do we allow these notifications to be a part, an active part, a demanding part of our lives? That I think is something that I'm, you know, I've talked at length on around here. And to have something that would signal that my ice has melted in in this container because the degree You're out of eggs. I'm out of eggs in the smart egg holder in my smart refrigerator. No, don't need it. Stop it. Yeah. I want to have, I want to foster additional brain cells, not have them killed by not, by uh, uh, giving up my attention to a notification yeah. or an app. And I guess that was the thing that I was hoping to see um, kind of surmised in the keynote is we have all of this noise, this tech noise. As educators, we're hopefully we're going to take some of this and filter it down so that the core technology, whether it's a sensor. When we talk about a wearable, we're talking about sensors. How can we use those sensors for the greater good, not just for entertainment value? I didn't get that question. I didn't get that, that, that question answered at the end of that keynote. And I think that was the part where I just saw it as infomercial time. Like there's a smart bra, there's a smart trousers, there's smart. Everything. Yeah. yeah, Everything is smart except for us to quote Kevin Dixie, Mm -hmm. Ted talk. We'll put a link in the show notes, but 
I don't know. Like, I don't feel that I feel like maybe the word smart is being overused. Um, and even in education, we're using it smart boards. You remember that? Mm-hmm. That was a hot five minutes that it lasted. But we need to stop using that. Like, what is what is it that we are trying to teach and what are we trying to have our students learn? I just I just uh, am starting to get even more of a aversion to marketing. And uh, that that uh, that which is bombarding me uh, <laughs> many times during the day, everywhere I look, mm-hmm. and having advertisements or other kinds of things to get my attention or to capture my mind and or, or my wallet. wallet exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but once again, it's great to be exposed to, to this as opposed. It's a, it's a way to uh, in, engage in other stimulus from what our typical. Uh, day is like and it was great to uh, talk with a whole lot of people who attended the conference as well and that yep that's exactly where I was going to go with this is that what's nice what, what's always nice about bridges and uh, I think I've gone every year since it's in its in existence is that I love the fact that I can leave after meeting a whole bunch of peers or meeting new people and we're not alone like there's we're not the only people that feel that we're being inundated but we're all kind of in the same grouping of well, shucks, where do we go from here? Because again, the highway keeps going. There's new tech coming down the turnpike everywhere we look. What do we do? Uh, th- that is the question that uh, is elusive and rhetorical. And <laughs> it is. Doesn't that need is to be rhetorical. right now. That is what rhetorical. I, what I enjoy about this conference is I think I've, you know, there's, it's been around for three years. Yeah. And I think each year I've been able to add at least one uh, contact, one person or one contact that I would not necessarily have gotten to know in my oh, totally. uh, little ecosphere here in the city of Bellingham, side in Bellingham. I don't like that phrase, but you do. And that's okay. <laughs> uh, but on Twitter, I'm able to add a friend. And so now I get a chance to expand my horizons, um, you know, and hey, collaborate and collaborate. Hey, Gonzaga. And, uh, you know, and see a couple others. Hey, University of Portland. Was you try cities? Exactly. Uh, so we're making these connections that, uh, and making friends of those we may not necessarily uh, encounter yeah. without this uh, shared experience. Totes. So, uh, as far as the the city of Spokane, uh, were there any highlights to you as far as the? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, actually. So I've I've been over on the east side quite a bit, and Spokane is always elusive to me. It's not really my vibe. It's not really my scene. But every time that I'm there, I try to branch out a little bit. Um, of course, the Riverside Park is always great. Uh, but there was a place that a, uh, a student once told me to go check out. And it's this really cool, low-key, down-temple, very minimal. Uh, I would almost say hipster in a positive way. Coffee shop called Atticus Coffee. Atticus Coffee, yes. To which we went. Yes, we did. And it is like a little taste of Bellingham in downtown Spokane. Uh, I can't remember the street. It's right next to uh, Boo Radley's, uh, if you know where that is in, in Spokane. But uh, Atticus Coffee, you're the goods. Like you, I will even say you're the best cup of coffee I've had in, in Spokane, and I've been around. And that, uh, that place, it has, an, from a Bellingham standpoint, going over to Spokane, there's a wonderful element of paper dreams mm-hmm. that we experience in Fairhaven. There's a wonderful experience of lettered streets coffee yep that gives you that real neighborhood vibe uh there's a lot of quirkiness and i use that in a good way there was a bird with a timepiece in a clear box it was cool it's a great visual (laughs) and uh lots of interesting independently crafted goods for sale yeah and i thought that was really impressive as well but just a great environment it was it's a place that you want to have an hour to read a book and yes there were those that were reading books and 
or on their devices and that yeah. was us or yeah, well i was drinking the coffee there i go. like the coffee it was good exactly so yeah props to atticus coffee and also um props to sushi maru oh yeah the place you took me to. yes so uh you know i i'm always a fan of sushi um neck high sushi neck high sushi and so for those of you who don't understand what neck high sushi is um <laughs> let's go in the wayback machine back to earlier days when i was uh a bit of an uh eater and <laughs> Pac-Man, nom, nom, I had, nom, a, I had nom, a buddy nom. of mine that uh, we would go to a uh, conveyor belt sushi restaurant here in Bellingham and we would eat the quantity of plates that as we would, it, the, the amount of plates would reach our necks. And that's a lot. And so, <laughs> and Chris is a very tall drink of water, ladies yes. and gentlemen. That's I, a I, that's a leaning tower of sushi. I have a bit of a, a, a torso. But anyway, uh, Sushi Maru has some great uh environment it was a it's in the the mall in and it, like the downtown spokane there's a multi-floor uh retail establishment yeah i think it's, it's like riverside square mall or something like that forgive us for not having the accurate details on that but sushi maru m-a-r-u uh i thoroughly enjoyed my experience there yeah. and uh should i ever get to visit uh spokane in the future i plan on attending that restaurant in the future i dig it so what's coming up next for uh, AJ Barce Enterprises, uh, world-renowned uh, photographer extraordinaire? Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> what do you uh, got going on? i uh, just working on the Patreon. I've got, uh, I'm working on a vlog, and i got a couple of topics in the hopper. Obviously, 360 uh, photography and videography is one of them. Um, but also just looking at, uh, I, I kind of dipped my toe into video, and I, I promised myself I wasn't going to because... I like focusing on just one frame, but there's a lot of cool techniques that are out there and a lot of people just think that you can only achieve them by doing the Adobe route. Uh, and so I've been looking to break that. And uh, so I've got a couple of things in the hopper and you can find out more about that by going to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash AJ Barce. And if you become a Patreon supporter, VIP and W is what I call it. Uh, and, uh, if you support me there, you can get, uh, vlogs and kind of tasty insider secrets when it comes to videography and photography. You have, you have, uh, for the past two, three years, oh, this is my second year. Second I've only been, on, I've only been on Patreon for a year and then some. Okay. But for that year and then some, you, you've set the standard that I've actually had a little bit of envy about because you have knowledge and you share this knowledge and people, are able to help compensate and it, you've you've lifted up the case the guitar case of your photography busking uh, <laughs> out, out there in in the boulevard that is the internet and i'm very proud that, that you've gotten a good amount of patreon supporters and it's inspiring because i've got information that i've accumulated in my head from my minimalism my productivity my uh internet uh you have a mind palace of minimalism yes and i don't really know how that would be patreonable but what i do is i uh share some things here and there in a little bit of a quiet conversation on my uh little newsletter thing that i uh, deploy around Fridays or so. I took a week off from that. I was just going to ask because I didn't see it. So I assumed it was because of the conference. I was focused on actually delivering two cognizant 
uh, well-prepared presentations. That meant more to me. And also uh, one of the things I said early on was I choose not to clutter your inbox with unnecessary. And I didn't want to go, hey, I'm in the conference there. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I want to make sure that what I deliver into an inbox means something and is worth the time. Quality versus quantity. Exactly. And so I, I, I do that and uh, working on uh, the continuance of the Quiet Music Project. And among other things, uh, just working on a couple other uh, potential occurrences. I entered a contest. Wait, what? Recently. I entered a contest. Not that I'm going to be doing a shameless promo or anything. But uh, now for those of you that are listening to this, that were attending build, uh, Building Bridges, uh, feel free to just be entertained. For those of you who live in <laughs> Bellingham, the port of Bellingham has a contest and uh, what th they have a contest to be for someone to be the voice of the Bellingham International Airport <laughs> in which in which you upload a wave file of you saying, welcome to Bellingham International Airport. Any unauthorized use will find you something, cause something, some, something, some, something. Some, something, yes. And so I, I gave it a try. So we'll see uh, what turns out. There, I'm sure there's plenty of uh, entries, and I'm sure there's plenty of people that have that voice that the Port of Bellingham is looking for. Very cool. But I could be the voice of the Bellingham International Airport. That'd be pretty killer. That would be pretty killer. <laughs> anyway, uh, and so just uh, trying to have fun. And oh, by the way. Happy spring. Happy spring. Yes. Uh, can we please uh, continue the thawing out and enjoying some nice weather that we can continue these uh, shows out of doors? Dear Winter, please go home and nurse the hangover. Sincerely, Bellingham. <laughs> Dear Winter, I hate you. <laughs> Smoochies. Chris. <laughs> Smoochies, boochies. All right, let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> that wraps up for this edition of BPM Tech. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, or attending our session at Building Bridges. Uh, you can find us on the Google Play Store, the iTunes Store, the SoundCloud Network, Spreaker with an R, or anywhere else you like to podcast. Again, be sure to check us out on our website. That's bellinghampodcast.com. You'll find all the cool smoochy boochy uh, creative stuff that uh, Chris and I come up with, including that cool 360 video clip. Uh, from the City of Subdued Excitement, I'm AJ Barsay. And from the Northwest of the Northwest, I'm Chris Powell. Thanks again for tuning in on 102.3 FM KMRE Low, Low Power Community Radio. We'll see you again next time on BPM Tech. Smoochies boochies. <laughs>